Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 183. My name is Chris Britton. I'm your host, and let's go. Dial H for Hill Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all your latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome back, guys and gals. Uh, this is Dial H for Hero Clicks, a podcast about HeroClicks and other related nerd content. I'm your host, Chris Britton, and joining me today in the studio, we have my buddy Calder Ness. What's going on? Uh, not much, Chris. You know, I just watched all of Sunny in Philadelphia on Netflix in the last two weeks before they took it off, so that's my crowning achievement. You like that show? Uh, they're going to take it off Netflix, so I decided to watch all of it. All right, fair that enough. That's the only reason, so. Never got into that show, but to each his or her own. So. <laughs> uh, we also have a listener guest. We are really excited to welcome to the Dial H studio, Seth Aaron. You've been mentioned about a million times on this podcast, so thank you for coming on, man. How are you doing? Oh, I am wonderful. It's a pleasure to be here. Very excited. Honest, on if you had to guess, how many times do you think your name has been mentioned on the podcast? Since I actively started listening and participating on Twitter, uh, probably, I don't know, 50 times. I'm just taking a shot in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we are going to interview you today. We are going to go and play some Bad Samaritan, fan favorite. And we're going to do some casual comparison and uh, Calder, maybe uh, maybe get, little in, alter egos. get a little bit of yeah. them alter egos. All right, cool. Sounds good. Um, so, Seth, are you ready to go? Of course. All right, let's get into you. how you play Heroclix, your history of Heroclix. So how did you or when did you get into Heroclix? Uh, I started playing, like actually playing when the Uncanny X-Men set dropped, but I bought a few singles from the Turtle set just to kind of learn how to play. A buddy of mine just needed someone to play with at a venue that he was at, and I was like, okay, I'll just do it so you get off my back. And then I just kind of grew to really enjoy the game and been playing casually ever since. So, um, your your buddy that got you into HeroClix, does he still play, or did he bail? Uh, I'm pretty sure he bailed, because <laughs> I haven't really played with him in quite some time, and he's posting about magic again on oh, Facebook. Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> what is this reoccurring theme where people will... Like get other people to play Hero Clicks, and then they themselves will stop playing. They're just refilling the slot that they're leaving. The void they leave in our hearts. Yeah, exactly. They're just filling the void. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is sad. All right, Seth. The people are dying to know. They are dying to know. What are some of your favorite pieces and/or combos of pieces that you like to play? I play a lot of like random stuff. I don't really, cause I don't really play big venues or anything. Whereas where we play, we just have a bunch of mostly friendly games whenever we can, or mostly sealed. But I really like Batman Family or Spider-Man Family teams. So 
Spider Punk would probably have to be one of my favorite pieces to play just because the sculpt's really cool and I try to break them out whenever I can. Or the uh, KC Batman. I really like playing him, but I get a lot of groans whenever I play him at our, at our venues. So. To be fair, everybody gives out a lot of groans anytime they see anything KC. Well, For yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, side question to that. Do you feel playing either the Spider-Man family or the Batman family, either one, that you are limited on, like, the versatility of your pieces? Unbelievably. It just seems like the Spider-Man family, if you don't, like, if you don't play Black Cat or the the Spider-Man that's got the 19, the symbiote Spider-Man that's got, like, the 19 defense... It's just like, okay, I can try to build a team. I know I'm going to get wrecked because everybody else is going to play something that they know how to count or could counter or potentially be meta. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to just trying to throw something together but and still try to like make it a theme because I always try to run themes whenever I play. And most people that, I, that play at our venue don't because they're all people that want to practice for like rock events, whatever. So, so I'm like going in with a couple, a couple like a 300 point team of just fun Spider-Man family, and it just gets beat every time. Wait, you're saying that Frogman hasn't won you every single Spider-Man family game you've ever played? No. Ah. <laughs> He's usually taken out pretty quick because no one wants to deal with it. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. Calder asking the real questions here. <laughs> but how does Frogman? Do? Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool about the chases and everything. But how does Frogman work for you? <laughs> yeah, see. That's my guy. That's uh, okay. All so right. I feel like you already explained this, but are you more of a meta or casual player? Casual, just because I'm still trying to learn everything about the game. I like because how I was introduced to the game, it was very like, okay, this is what this power does. Are you sure? I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. You don't have a rule book. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> No, Where I'm we're sure. going, we don't need rules. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So it's like when the. Uh oh. Apparently there's a jet taking off. Man. Holy cow. You live in an airport? <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. Just. I'm more casual just because I'm trying to learn, still learn the rules. And with those rule changes, I'm it's it like kind of threw me because I'm like, man, I'm just oh, yeah. get catch on. And you guys have to throw this wrench in my plan, but whatever. I didn't even think about that picking up like UXM and then barely a year later. Poof, oh yeah, rules. all the rules that you thought you knew, huh? Psych. <laughs> now speaking as a player who have seen the rules change gradually over time. It was easier for people like me, but for someone like you that has to learn all of those rules coming into it, like, it is just, this game is not a very intuitive game, and coming into the game right now, I probably would guess is very difficult for a brand new player. It's, I mean, it, it wasn't hard, because not, not many things changed that I had, like, a, a firm grip on, so it's like, oh, okay, I can't hypersonic and use super strength. <laughs> Well, okay, so there's, what, 11, 11 colors, four things, so there's like 44 different powers. Imagine right. imagine back in the day, because I've been playing long enough that I got to see the introduction of the color purple. I, wow. I, got, I got to see the introduction of the 
the color brown. Like, I remember when Hypersonic Speed was created. Oh, so you're an OG player. Yeah, so, so <laughs> like, those were little things over time because they didn't do a lot of rules changes back then. Now you have to learn all of the powers at once, which I, I think are 44 different powers. And then, in addition to the basic core rules themselves, so... Yeah, I've, I have to read the rule book every once in a while, and it's like, oh, okay, when, when like, when Outwit was changed, it was like, okay, you can only Outwit something that's on his current dial. Okay, cool, new Outwit. You can Outwit whatever you want. It don't matter whether they have it or not. Oh, okay, so I can... <laughs> He doesn't have pulse wave, but if he can get pulse wave, I outlet pulse wave. All right, well you just you screwed my whole plan. Do you even know what you're doing? Not really, but I like what I'm doing. How many times have you just guessed and it's worked out in your favor? Uh, not many, but it's helped. Cause if if somebody was run, like there was one team I played and somebody was running their Jakeem, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna outlet pulse wave because I know Jakeem always they always pick pulse wave, and he's like. Well, I don't even know what to do now. And he just sat there and like for like five minutes, wringing his hands, trying to figure out what to do. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I screwed you that bad. My bad, dude. <laughs> that is the worst. Uh, like, like there's nothing else you can do. Cause I'm down. I'm down to like two figures, and you're just trying to cheat time. But whatever, it's okay. <laughs> okay, I so I swear it takes like ten minutes to pick powers on Jakeem. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna equip him with a clip so so I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna take this and then they just tap their fingers like oh I don't know what power to do. like dude come on you know you're gonna win I'm not playing anything yeah <laughs> okay so this actually brings up a new little train of thought for me we know we all know that pick a power characters oftentimes end up being meta so if you guys could think of a way for WizKids to prevent pick a power characters from going meta, would you? And if you could, what would you do? Mm. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, it. if everybody wouldn't play the same team, that's the only thing that bothers me. It's like, everybody sees Jakeem's doing well. All right, well, I got to build a Jakeem team. So it's like, you have Iron Man, the ADW Iron Man, that can pick two powers. You have that Nico. The rare Nico. Minaro, from, yeah. What if she can pick powers? Granted, you there's a little more finesse that's involved. Or Outdoor Diane, he can pick powers. I mean, there's more more people than you know the the pieces that we always see. So I mean, I like the pick of powers. I just wish people would use different ones because it's like everybody sees Goblin King is doing well, so now he's on team Jakeem, right. and it's just like. Calder, what were you going to say yeah. about pick a power pieces? So I feel like I always thought there should be a little bit of a downside. You know, Zombie Super Scroll could pick powers, but he could also take damage, which really wasn't that bad for him since he had a deep dial hand. He could very easily heal back up. So that was like a step in the right direction, but I recently played Element Man, and I feel like Element Man is pretty much pick a power done right, or at least somewhat you know, not so they get too out of hand. He's not some huge beat stick. He's just 100 points. He can pick attack or defense, and normally you're picking a defense power with Jakeem anyways, right? You know, taking super senses or whatever. Or you're picking pulse wave, so, you know, that's pretty much solved. But if you picked both of them, he'd, you know, take damage. So a little bit of 
give and take. Jakeem's actually done fairly okay, in my opinion, that if he picks one power, he can't also pick hypersonic speed and blah, 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 the right. that he has. But I think it's the whole making pick power characters just huge beat sticks, you know? Yeah. And then they could pick, like, any power in the book, with a few minor exceptions. Even Unimind has pick power, and he also has stupid stat increases. Yeah, Goblin see, King, that, that would be the thing for Unimind. It was like, okay, he can pick powers and do the perplex. Well, why can't he just do one or the other? That See, that would be my thing. I guess it was limit what you can do. Like with Jakeem, like with Jakeem, it's fine because, like you said, Calder, if you pick one power, you can't pick this power or whatever. But just freely picking Pulse Wave every turn or doing this, it's just like, okay. Okay, so I think that both of you are kind of in the same camp in that in order to fix a pick a power character, just give the characters themselves more limitations. Yeah, like if, like if you pick, like, well, kind of like what Nico does. If she she can pick, but she can pick like what movement, attack, de- defense, and damage. If you choose two, you have to do the other two the next turn. Like that's cool. Yep. Like that that makes it a little more like flavorful, I guess. Like you'd have to you have to put more thought into it. So it's let me just- let me go a completely different route than what you guys were thinking. Let me get your thoughts on this. Instead of adding more limitations to the powers, therefore more wording. What if they just nerfed their own values? So instead of having like 11 attack, put them down to 9. Or instead of like having a crazy defense like 19 or something, put them down to like 16 with ESD or something. See, well, see, then that would just, the people would just put it to the wayside because it's not powerful. It's like, oh, that sure, you pick two power. Yeah, he starts with a 9 attack, okay? Well, I would be, I'm of the mind. That I would be completely okay if they just put pick a power pieces on the back burner for the next few years so we don't have to see them in meta. Thus making it important for people to get actually good at building teams instead of just copy pasting what everybody else is using online. Make up their own team uh, based off of, you know, in, in any character that they wanted to base a team off of. You'd, be, you'd have more variety, and you'd have fewer people just using pick-a-power pieces because they're pick-a-power pieces. Right. It's, yeah, absolutely. Just people want to copy and paste the same teams because they saw, oh, I saw somebody at Worlds play this, and they did super well. Why can't I play as good as them? I'm using the exact same team. It's like, okay, well, they play-tested it so many times before you did, and you're just copying it and hoping you're going to do well. Like, yeah, there are people that are, like, good with Jakeem or good with Unimine. But at the same time, if you go to a venue and you sit down and 12 people are playing the exact same team with, like, maybe a a variation of one figure, it's just like, okay, it just kind of makes makes my team look, I don't know, not, not stupid in a way, but, like... I feel like I'm I'm the odd person out. Like I actually put thought and time into my team, and you just are playing the same team the guy I just played and got my butt handed yeah. to me. Bye. So that's whatever. I, I will totally always have. Um, I'll, I'll say this. And I'll let you go, Calder. I will totally always have more respect for those teams that are far out in left field, and they come in and they do well, and they were your own original idea. 
and you came in and you did well with it than I will ever have for a copy-paste team. Like, if I show up at a rock and you're just playing a copy-paste team, I, I know that you're just relying on the rest of what everyone else thought. Zero original thought. Pretty but much. That's, that's just Yeah, me. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You go, Caller. Like, so I'm pretty much going to reiterate what you said, but I like to think that most of the really competitive guys are smart. I like to throw that umbrella over them, at least. Being like, I assume you're all pretty smart guys, but when you're all playing the exact same team, not really looking like the most creative people. Like when I, you really should look for a good exploit. That's really what they're trying to do. They're trying to look for the most meta thing possible. And then just, it's not creative. It's just really, at this point, you're all playing the same thing, one or two variations. And I will, pretty much what you said, I will always give more credit to anybody that plays something super creative or something that they just want to play. Like, hey, you want to play a team with Miss Marvel, even though she's not really that good. You like her, you're going to play her, you're going to try to do your best to make her super competitive, and if you win a few games, then all the power to you. I just want to throw out now that if we had any newer listeners that were teetering between meta and casual, and they're like, oh man, I'm leaning towards meta, and then they listen to this episode, they'll be like, screw Dial H, I'm going back <laughs> to whoever listens, or whoever makes meta podcasts. We struck it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, casual. let's go back. Let's go back to uh, the interview section of this. Um, oh, we're still on that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're still on that. Just a massive tangent. So, Coming back home now. <laughs> so, Seth, if you are going to sit down, play a game of Hero Clicks, what's something that you just absolutely hate seeing across the table? Combos of pieces or just individual pieces themselves? What do you not want to play against? It's not a piece itself. Let me Let me pick your brain for a second. Sure. I don't like I don't like when I sit down and it's against somebody I've never seen before at my venue. They're just price sharks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our venue, our judge doesn't really allow. It's not that he doesn't allow because he does games where he does, but like resources and possessions and stuff like that he doesn't do because everybody does it. He wants people to actually put together a 300 or 400 point team and, you know, have fun with it, not rely on, you know, a battery giving you all these different constructs and powers. He just thinks that, you know, the figures are what they are. So use them the best you can. What I can't stand is sitting down next to or across the table from this guy who's only playing at our venue to get whatever prize it is. Like, there was one, this was, this, I think, right after ADW came out, he came, and you had to make him, you had to make a team where all them, all the pieces had to match a certain character. Like, I picked Doctor Strange. So they all had to share a keyword with Doctor Strange. Well, he picked Doctor Strange as well, but he played the, I think it was the, whatever one was from The Amazing Spider-Man. I think it's the Common. Brother Voodoo and the Vo- and the uh, the Zeus Khan L.E. And it's like everybody else is like, oh, this is a fun team. Oh, this is a fun team. And this guy's like, oh, no, I'm just going to mind control you the whole time and make your figures kill everybody. It was like it wasn't fun to play against him. And it's like I haven't seen him since, and I never saw him before, and he won. Yeah, I think no, it- I get you. So it's like, okay. 
So that's huh. what, that's what really bothers me is when people come like come to the event. Like we have, I don't know, about 10, 15 guys that regular. And then every once in a while we'll get like this one dude who's like, oh yeah, that guy he he was in Columbus yesterday and he's playing whatever whatever event they had and he won. Well then he comes down to where we are in Dayton and plays at one or two other shops and gets their prizes and then leaves. It's like, oh, where is he from? West Virginia. Why does does he just drive around? <laughs> so I have, I have two thoughts based off of what you just said. One. I think that we all need to, like, as a HeroClix community, we all need to understand that there are going to be those people out there that are much more interested in little pieces of plastic than they are in making friendships with other people, <laughs> which is sad in of itself. Like the guy was a little butt. But then on on the flip side of that, everybody has to go to a venue for the first time eventually you know what i mean like it's their first time at some point so we don't know none of us know if that person's first time is going to be their first of many or if they are just like a prize shark like you said and there are those prize sharks out there for oh. sure yeah, but he, so from they, like well-known one so this is whatever <laughs> uh, oh man that's rough yeah i would just like, say I... if uh if you and this goes for the listeners out there, if you are at your venue and you see people you've never seen before, obviously be the good person and welcome them into your community. And if they you never see them again, you never see them. But just I mean, know they do that all the time. <laughs> there are going to be price sharks out there. Although, and if you're the kind of person that literally just shows up at venues just to like snipe stuff from other people's venues. Is that really where where you want to be? <laughs> when Jesus comes back, is that where you want to be? Oh man, Vanessa and Dormammu Colossal. You really had to have twelve of them to sell. There's a million I, ways to make money in this world. Is that the way you want to do it? <laughs> like, I know whatever. to some people, I probably look like a price shark because I show up very rarely at an actual venue. Like, I don't know, what was it, like, last year or whenever it was Civil War? I never got to show up because, you know, I live 200 miles away, but I, I showed up to the very last month of Civil War, and everybody was really angry at me. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. I'm not a prize shark, but I only, like, show up one or I two. Can, I can only months. leave my house when the snow melts, and it was yeah. there one time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I think we may have touched on this. I want to ask for clarity's sake, but... How do you feel about the current state of the game meta-wise, Seth? I watch a lot of, like, T3 gaming. They do, like, rock, they'll play their teams that, like, rocks. And I'll watch, like, one one team would be all Unimine and Jean Grey and Mjolnir. And it's like, okay, that dude's running everything that's being played right now. So that's, like, my only issue with the meta because I'm not a meta player. I mean, anybody that is, you know, congrats. You are a way better player than me. But seeing the same team just makes it seem kind of stale to me because it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to a rock. I'm going to play at least three or four Unimine teams or a Jakeem team. So it's just, I don't know. It just seems kind of stale at my point because everybody's looking for the one combo and everybody's using the same three pieces and switching out a support piece or switching out a secondary attacker or whatever. So to me, 
But this is coming from a casual player who's only been playing two years, maybe a year and a half. So take that however you will. But that's where where I'm looking at it. All right, Calder, you want to continue? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of wrap it all up here. What is your usual venue? I play, uh, it's in Fairborn, Ohio, which is like 10 minutes from where I live in Dayton. It's called The Bookery, and it's like, they have two stores. One one store is across the street, and it's all comics. The second store is all their gaming and their back, like their back stock of comics and everything. And it's cool, because the first time I ever went there, there's a Halloween store that has like five stores on this road. Like the, the owner of the Halloween stores pretty much owned that road. And I was like, it was around Halloween time was the first time I ever went in. So I'm like, Oh wow, this is really cool. I didn't even know this was here. And then we started playing and I've just, I've been there ever since. And the judge is really cool. Everybody that I play with has been really cool. They're really helpful because I still make dumb mistakes or keep trying to play powers, how they were before the rule change. RIP energy explosion. And we just have a lot of fun. But yeah, it's uh <laughs> RIP energy explosion. <laughs> so yeah. I just looked it up by the way. Dayton, Ohio is just under two hours from where I currently am, so not now because it's cold, but maybe this summer I'm gonna yes. drive over to Dayton and uh you're gonna you gotta take me to your venue, we can go play clicks. Yes, come for the hero click, stay for the heroin because it's bad here. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Dial H does not uh, endorse yeah, we don't heroin don't, or we don't any opioids of but, any kind. <laughs> no, there was one time we were walking out of the venue and this dude's just like walking down the street and like, what, what is, he looks rough. And it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> when, it was like when the epidemic got real bad. We are like, oh, I didn't know it was infecting here too it's like kind of make you want to go back in in there and just stay like okay i'm just gonna well, stay let's play change here. courses then how about you drive to indianapolis where we have That's... nice venues with yeah i nice mean the areas the, the venue's not in a bad area i think dude was just walking around <laughs> gotcha all right i don't have any other questions we're uh for myself call do you have anything else uh no i think that wraps it up okay Let's move on to some news. we got quite a bit of news, some news that I'm exceptionally excited about. And let's start off with one episode from now. Episode 184 is going to be the Dial H Annual Awards Ceremony for 2017. So Calder and myself on Facebook and Twitter, respectively, have put up all of the different categories for you guys to go and vote on. So... If you have never followed us on Twitter or gotten onto Facebook and followed us on Facebook either, now's the time. We've got less than a week of votes to pull in, so make sure you go and vote on everything you can. Uh, also, I just need to put another disclaimer out there. It's for the 2017 awards, okay, meaning figures that uh, were made in the year 2017. <laughs> I was I was getting answers from like 2015 and stuff. I was Look, like, I, did, I was like, I did, guys. Well, and it was an accident because I started voting before I listened to the podcast. But there was one dude that was like, oh, what's your favorite multi-base uh, figure? Avengers Prime. Okay, all right. That guy <laughs> is actually 
from a different podcast, and he was joking. Oh, <laughs> I knew, okay. I knew that was a joke. <laughs> I really hope this dude's not being serious right now, because no, he's, he's done. So <laughs> uh, but please get on to either Facebook or Twitter. Don't vote on both both uh, platforms. But please get on there. Throw some more votes. Last-minute votes are always welcome before next week's episode 184. Also, and this was my mistake, we forgot to put one category out there which was figure of the year. So even if you got on there and voted for all of the previous ones and you didn't see that we put up one last category, figure of the year, get back on there and vote for that, please. All right, uh, let's move on to some actual Heroclix news, the watch list. There were three figures that they've not been watch listed yet, but they are in the running to be changed. And those three figures are, if you've not seen them, 060 Joker from the Joker's Wild set, the boxing ring itself as a special terrain, and Unimind. Real quick, uh, if you had to change anything about any one of these figures or all of these figures, Seth, what would you change? Haha's, haha Joker's fine. Haven't played the boxing ring and make it so that Unimind could only either perplex himself. Okay, Calder. So I agree with the Unimind can only perplex himself thing because I could have actually done a bit better against a few Unimind teams that I've faced if he wasn't always calling somebody in. Haha ha Joker I'm going to disagree with because I faced him too many times and I absolutely hate playing against Haha ha Joker. So I would like to make it so instead of healing, uh, he can just damage himself when he rolls that. So that way there's more of a chance of him actually. So when you do damage to him, that's great and all. But unless you do, like, six damage, you're pretty much not going to cross the red line, and he'll just heal up one, two, or three, or whatever anyways. So if he can only choose to damage himself, that means he's going to cross the red line no matter what. So I would like a bit more risk for that Joker, because right now people just play him at 50 points, and I, I can never kill this Joker, ever. Boxing Ring, I haven't played, but I'd, I'll have to, I'd have to play against it to figure out why it would need to be there. Uh, okay, so I don't know anything about the boxing ring. I've never played against it. I've seen a bunch of stuff about the haha -ha Joker. I would personally just remove that trait for the healing or or the damage. I say if you are because it's it's the healing that gives you staying power. Because when you it says when you do either heal or damage the Joker, that many um, clicks or whatever. So. I would say just get rid of that trait and then just allow him to take damage normally and then every time he passes it, whatever. But we're talking about a 50-point figure that has just way too – I'm sorry. Yeah, 50 points, right? 50? Yep. When you, yep. 50-point yep. 50, 50 figure that just has too much staying power. It just – it does. It has – it stands around forever, not to mention it's freaking traded super senses. Or if they even did it like how they did Madcap in the Deadpool. Like, as soon as he takes damage, you can roll the D6, and then you have that result, and that then you can, like, heal. Like, that would even be fine. Uh, and then the last thing I would say for Unimind is exactly what you guys said. Make it so only Unimind can affect himself. Um, I don't know why they made it so he could affect others when... And correct me if I'm wrong on this, but all of the Eternals only affect themselves, right? Except for Unimind? Pretty sure. Pretty sure, yeah. So why did they make it? That. Why did they make it that way? I don't understand. So those would be my yep. changes. Um, 
I doubt that WizKids would ever listen to it. Even if we had a good idea and somebody at WizKids listened to us, they would actively choose to do other things just to spite us. I know that they would. <laughs> so whatever. Moving on, we have uh, Jessica Jones trailer for season two. You guys got to watch that real quick? The, yes, uh, indeed. Yes. Was it an actual sport, like a teaser trailer or a full trailer? I can't remember. It was, I'm gonna say it was long. Yeah, it was like almost three minutes, so I'm going to say it's an official trailer. I have not watched Jessica Jones, so what? I'm going to assume it was a full trailer. It was really cool, though. I just haven't. I just don't have time to sit and watch all the all the Netflix series. Like I watched Iron Fist. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. You watched yeah. Iron Fist over Jessica Jones. I mean, it in a vacuum, I would have done the same. But I mean, knowing I, what I know, I. I, I, I I like kung fu and fighting, so I was like, oh, this should be really cool. And I was like, wow, this is – the fighting is so bad. But but whatever. That's, that's for another time. All right, so Jessica Jones, I'm really excited for it. I can't wait for more information to come out about it. Absolutely. But that's where we're sitting now. All right, moving on. Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse trailer. What did you guys think about that? I like really the excited for this. It's really cool. Um, so for those of you that are not in the know, it looks like it's going to be an animated movie with Spider-Man being – actually, it's Miles Morales. Not Miles Morales. As uh. the protagonist, we think. That's what we got from the trailer. Um, they did not show anything in the trailer to indicate Spider-Verse anything to me. There did was guys... right there at the end. It's like, oh, wait, there's more of us? And he's yeah, talking well, to he was talk- I thought he was talking – who is he talking to at the end? No idea, since we can currently see Peter Parker's dead in this year. Yeah, I see, so. you saw Peter Parker's tombstone, so I guess that was part of the whole lore of it. So I don't know, but yeah, at the very end when he asked, like, well, there's more of us, so I guess that would be your uh, jump into the multi really cool. I don't know if they're going to do a Marlin hunting spiders or if they're going to stick with the one villain we saw him chasing was Prowler. I love the Prowler. By far one of my favorites. No one else likes him, but I'm excited for him to be in this movie. <laughs> What's his You're real just... name? It's like Hobie something. Oh, man, I should know this too, but I don't. All your villains here lately. Titan, he's Growler. Like, you just—he's like Fisher. You called her. It's some yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I have good taste, okay. I, I swear. Everybody's just really, catching up, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, everybody's just catching up. See, I, I said Kite Man. <laughs> I said Kite Man months ago, like months ago, and now everybody's all of a sudden, oh yeah, Kite Man, hell yeah. And it's like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get to say those words. <laughs> exactly. You have to earn those words. I love how yeah. you're a Kite Man uh, hipster. <laughs> yeah. I liked Kite Man before Kite Man was cool. I did, though, Chris. I did. Oh, whatever. I'm going to listen to my vinyl. See you guys later. <laughs> Oh, man, I I don't know if I'm going to get a better segue than that right there. Speaking of vinyl, skipping ahead in the note, in the news section on my notes. Wow. If you've not seen – I know, right? If you have not seen uh, the recent post as in today as of recording, December 12th, on Twitter or on Facebook, but Dial H is going to have vinyl decals made. Uh, the prototype of them was posted today, so get on Twitter or Facebook, look at that, see if you like it. And, oh, was I supposed um, to put that on Facebook, Chris? Shut up, Calder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so get on there. Uh, if you do 
want to support the podcast, we will get to the point where we are manufacturing decals that you can slap on. I don't know your clicks cases or because we all have like tackle boxes and stuff for this game. Your laptops, whatever you want to put them on. I don't know if they would work on a car as like a bumper sticker, but I feel like that would be really awesome if they did. Put it on your windshield if you're a real fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to the point where we'll uh, give some of those out to some people, sell them to other people that want to buy them, but just as a way to like help rep our podcast. The you know. In your if you're opinion, a best. traveling musician, put it on your guitar case, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so get on there, check those out. Hope you guys like them. But back to the rest of the news, something that we mentioned a couple episodes ago, and it looks like it might actually be going down, the Disney merger with Fox. Um, a new article was released today that was talking about how the people are pretty sure that the merger has already gone through and then it might be announced on Thursday. What do you guys think? Oh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Cool for all the X-Men fans, I've, I'm, ca- I'm a casual fan. I've, I've seen some of the movies. I'm not going to be like, oh, man, this is the best thing that's ever happened. So I'm like, I'm happy for the people that really enjoy X-Men because they're going to be able to potentially – See them in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Same with Fantastic Four. Fox really crapped the bed on the Fantastic Four. They really did. So just please give them back to Marvel. Let them do their magic now, and everything will be fine. The only thing that has me concerned is Deadpool. But Ooh, yeah. But Ryan Reynolds has, I guess, said something about it pretty much the sequel is staying rated R whether whether it the deal goes down or not like he's going to make sure that happens yeah. so I hope so it needs what? to be he genuinely cares about Deadpool and oh, even yeah. fronted a lot of his own money to make sure that the original Deadpool movie happened so yeah I would expect that but to actually Calder did you get to say what you were going to say uh well really quick Deadpool certainly needs to stay rated R for all our sakes. And but Fantastic Four, from what I understand, might not be coming over. That was a little bit of a recent thing that has me a bit scared. They're, they're, they said something where it's not technically owned by Fox. Somebody else owns it, and Fox is making movies through it, or something weird like that. So that seems to be in the air right now. Okay, so to get a little bit more in depth into this, just to get a better understanding. Because there's a lot of misinformation about there and a lot of pre, pre-misconceptions about this, unless you actually read the articles. Which, by the way, I just want to throw out there, and Seth, you're on Twitter all the time, so I'm sure you see this. Too Holy much. crap, a lot of people that post things on Twitter have no idea what they're talking about and refuse to read articles. Oh, yeah. It's like, as of recording, the little kid that got bullied and he's getting like this viral sensation, it turns out like... His mom was only doing it to get money. Nobody, like, read in about it, and now everybody's like, oh, well, now I feel bad for feeling bad for him. It's like... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I it's don't, just everybody's but, just so quick to just put it out. They're like, yes, share all the information. Well, did you read the article? Why would I do that? I just Exactly. Want, I just want people to know. So, so <laughs> there should be some things that everyone should know about at this merger if it does fully go through. Uh, one, this is not a merger of... Uh, Fox News nor Fox Sports 
with Disney. A lot of people were making comments about how if Disney acquired Fox News, something, something, I I don't know what was going on there. But that's not even part of it. It would just be the Fox Entertainment branch of Fox, first of all. And then second of all, and this is just so I can play devil's advocate because you guys know how hyped I am about this. A lot of people are talking about the possibility of um, the government having to step in to bring in antitrust laws because 40% of – if you add up Fox Entertainment's like movie, like how much they make per year or something – I'm not an expert in this. I may be getting some of the terminology incorrect. But long story short, they make so much money, and then you add them to Disney. They make a lot of money. And then the percentage of the overall market of what they make per year in like movie sales and stuff like that would actually get them pretty close to running a full-blown monopoly hmm. on the movie industry. And a lot of people are scared that a bunch of people are going to lose their jobs if the government has to step in and do anti-monopoly laws or like actually enforce the anti-monopoly laws. So no one knows what's going on right now, 100%. As a fanboy, I'm just really excited to see like the X-Men finally interact with Avengers. I think that would be great. A uh, little aside, uh, Hugh Jackman has already come out and said that he, he just is not interested in doing Wolverine anymore, even though if they do merge. A year ago, he said differently, but he did recently come out just a couple days ago and say he, he's just – he's been doing this for too long, 17 years, and that – he probably is just too old for the role. Logan was a good end. That was that was good to stop there. Yeah. He said he is excited to see he, someone else step up and fill the role of Wolverine, but it's not going to be him. Didn't he, like, hurt his body from transitioning to being, like, super mega buff for the Wolverine roles and then, like, cutting back down for, like, other roles? I thought I read something somewhere. See, that's another one of those misinformation things. Like, I thought I read something... I would not be surprised whatsoever if that were the truth because how many times have you heard stories of that exact thing happening? Like, remember when Tobey Maguire went from, like, Spider-Man to Seabiscuit? <laughs> like, that was a thing. Uh, he had yeah. to drop all this weight, and he got, like, I'm pretty sure he ended up getting, like, really sick from it. And, well, so, Christian and, Bale did the same thing. Exactly. Yep, I was going to say the That's exact same thing. The, from the going shiny. from yeah. uh, The Dark Knight to, what, The Mechanist? Yeah, that's the time, right? Something like that. Or skin and bones in that movie, and then he's like ripped, and all the Batman movies, like, or or same with Tom Hardy. When Tom Hardy played Bane, he got jacked, and then he's like, "Yeah, I I'm too big to be, or I'm too small to be this big. It like hurt my body." <laughs> so I we will see. I still have high hopes. I really want to believe the best is going to happen and that we are going to get some crazy, amazing crossovers between who Fox currently owns and the Marvel characters that Disney currently owns. I think that would be great, but we will just have to wait and see what the fallout of all of this is. They just need to pay the money and get, get the Marvel heroes from Fox and call it a day. J- just those? Forget yeah. everything else? Right. <laughs> like, if... Well, I mean, that, that's this is me saying if they do try to do the Monopoly thing. Statistically, all Marvel movies sell tickets. Whether they do bad or, or do good, doesn't matter. People want to go see them to see them. So that's true. Di- if Disney, owning Marvel, would buy 
the rights to all, everybody else. I think that'd be a good move on their part. That way they stay out of the monopoly thing. Disney doesn't need any more money than they already make. And everybody's happy. Well, Fox probably isn't happy, but it's whatever. If that's what, if that's, if, if they want to make some, some good money, I feel like that would be their best thing if that whole monopoly thing does arise. I didn't even think about that when I read it. My call is going to be really cool, but not. So. Last thing I'm going to say is that just imagine that gif with fry just saying here take, take my money, money. Yeah. oh yes yeah. that's me right now Carter, <laughs> Carter, you have anything last you want to say about that no i totally agree hey we're having them cross over finally being in one universe take all of my money take all of my money all right let's move on to one of our fan favorite partially i'm going to go out there go on a limb here and say that there are some listeners that listen exclusively so they can hear this part of the, the segment or the of the podcast. Let's play some Bad Samaritan if this is the first time you've ever turned into Dial H for Hero Clicks. Bad Samaritan is a game where I pick three modern age figures. I have a list of clues in front of me, one through twenty. Every single one of these numbers has an associated clue with it, such as named keyword, name of tray, opening attack power, etc. Calder's gonna give me a number from a random number generator. I'm gonna give both Seth and Calder the clue. They're going to get three rounds to guess, one guess per round. At the end of three rounds, if they don't guess it, I get a point. And if uh, they do guess it, then they get a point. So let's test these guys' hero clicks knowledge. Are you guys ready to go? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Okay. Calder, you want to hit me with the first clue? Running in rear comes up. Number two. Uh, number two is going to be point value. And the point value of this figure is 25 points. Listener, if you would like, pause the podcast after you hear the clue, get a, uh, a guess in your head, press play, and see if you're right. See if you're better than Calder. Ooh. <laughs> He's got a long history of being good at this. We All right, should. so do you guys have a guess on the first clue? And that yep. is tw- a 25-point figure. Who's good? Okay. The Atom from Joker's Wild. Okay. It is not WizKid, and it mm. is not the Adam from Joker's Wild. Next clue. Glitty Quack, number eight. Number eight is improved movement or targeting, and this character has neither. Hmm. Uh, uh, uh. I'm doing pretty well right now. <laughs> Vicky Vale. Yeah. <laughs> is that your answer, Calder? That is my answer, yeah. Okay, Vicky Vale locked in. Seth, do you have an answer for me? Harley Quinn from Joker's Wild. No, no, just say, just say, no, just say Harley Quinn. Just say Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah, so it is an understood rule in the game of Bad Samaritan where if you say the name – this is for the listener. I know you know this, Seth. Uh, for the listener, if you say the name, it will cover every figure made of that name, regardless of set or regardless of how many of them they were made in a set. So, locked in at Vicky Vale, and what did you say? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. It's neither of those two. Mm. Mm. Last clue. Last clue. Crap. Number one. Number one is team ability. There is no team, no ability. team ability. Calder, let me down. These were yeah bad, <laughs> bad rolls on my part. 
man, oh, man, oh, man. Although, I will say, you guys, uh, those are really good guesses. I want to type in point value and just see if all of those points were um, correct. I have one guess, but it's a split dial, so I don't know if you do split dials or not. If you ran into so, that, you would have to take both uh, point values. Um, it's like they the, always run on the top. Okay, so of then whatever, yeah. So the domino from the fast forces is out of the question. Okay. <laughs> no improved movement or targeting. No team ability. Hmm. See, Wizkid was 25 points, by the way. See, okay, I knew that. Come on. Um, what set was Vicky Valen? That would be Joker's Wild. No, that was Joker's Wild, yeah. Joker's Wild. She was 20 points to 25, I can never remember. There is actually not a 25-point Harley Quinn in Har- in the Harley Quinn set, oh. at least. There is in the Joker's Wild. Though. Yeah, Joker's um, Wild. So good call on that. Vicky Vale is 25 points, and the Atom is 25 points. You guys nailed it on the 25-point characters. <laughs> We're great. Uh, I'm going I'm to assume it's a generic right now. No team ability, no improved targeting. It's got to be like Elseworlds or what if, just something completely overlooked. Or maybe it's maybe it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I just I, I don't know anything about those. So. Maybe it is. Yeah, where the nobody fl- knows. Were the Flint Ninjas twenty five points, or were they thirty five? I can't remember. I feel like they had some improved targeting. Yeah, yeah, the Shuriken ones did. I thought. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Oni Oni Hulk, the generic from What If. I'm pretty sure he's like 25 or 30. Punisher Squad was for sure 30, but they hadn't drift targeting. I think they did at least, because they were really lame. They had like stealth or whatever top dial. But I'm gonna go with Oni Hulk. Okay, Oni Hulk locked in for Calder. Man, uh, I'm trying to think of all the generics. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. And it got me in a box. <laughs> um, Sometimes Calder helps out. Oh, so is that what you want me to sometimes. do? You want me to help? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but right now he's being completely useless. <laughs> uh, is Odin 25 points? The Odin? The, the, yeah, Odin? he's 25 yeah. points. Um, you know, but he also has some traits that might give him away. Yeah, I'm going to go with Penguin. From the Fast Forces, uh, because he's 25 points. That's the only other 25-point character that's come to mind, so Penguin is my final answer. Okay. It looks like I'm going to walk away with a point ah, on this round. Dang it. It is 0-1-1 Odin from the Thor Ragnarok movie set. Oh, oh what? Sh- I should have <laughs> guessed it. You oh, called that. My second... <laughs> Yes, was absolutely right. Son of a gun. Wow. All right. Are you guys ready to move on to a figure number two? Real name would have, would have gave us that. Okay, I'm done. I'm done being salty. I'm going to mark that down on Chris one point. All right. Generates number 17. That is more my speed. Yes. Chris, what is it? That number What's 17. Like 17. Okay, so 17 through 20 are all free plays, meaning that the contestants can pick any one 
of the powers, or, or I'm sorry, of the clues 1 through 16. So very commonly chosen would be things such as named keyword or set or sometimes name of trait. Do we want I'm thinking to go set because set? Yeah. I always want to roll set. So. Set it is. Okay. We are from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ah, boo. 3. Boo. One set I didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I have I ever swept this? No, I'm you haven't. To sweep it. I don't I'm want, willing to sweep it this to. round this week. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. I am going to go with... Man, what was in that set? There's a bug guy in that set. There was. See, there was a there was a Leonardo. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank there, you I think there was a Donatello. <laughs> I'm almost positive there was April O'Neil. No, that's or she's just April. You know, there's both of that. There was. Let's see. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there was um, a fugitoid that used the same sculpt as the last two times it was made. Yep. Uh, <laughs> or consistent, at least. I am going to go with the Mohawk Punk. Okay. Locked in at Mohawk Punk. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Mallow. Or Malo, however you say her name. Mallow, Malo. I know she was a figure. Uh, I'm not too she... sure what she did, but Wait, hold on. I, I need to look up this figure because I can't even. What does it look like? So, oh, it's some probably, it's some dude. It's some dude. That. That purple dragon. Um. Okay. So it is neither one of those characters. God. Next clue. Number eighteen. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Another free play. What do you guys want? Do you want to get a name keyword? Uh, I don't know because there's only so many keywords in the turtle set. Uh, I mean, <laughs> do you want um, <laughs> TMNT or TMNT ally? <laughs> or, yeah, or villain. Or yeah, villain. There, are, there are villains. There are a there's few. Don't let, me sh- there's, don't let me short you. There there's are more Foot Clan, that. you know, uh, stuff like that. Foot Clan, yeah. TMNT villain. But, like, every villain, no matter how small, like, the stupid squirrels had, like, TMNT villain. So right. maybe not keyword. Maybe something like rarity might help us out. I'm down with rarity. That All right. Let me go with rarity. rarity? Is it locked yeah. in? Yep. Rarity. Okay. We have an uncommon. Uncommon. Not a rare, not a common. So it's not going to be any of the turtles. Because I don't think any of them were uncommons. No, I'm pretty sure they were the commons. Yeah. So they were commons, and there were like two rares and two super rares, the space turtles or whatever, so it's not chases, no supers, and anything. So just commons. Chris is already a shredder. I'm pretty sure he's also a common there. There so are, what? just for you guys' knowledge, a little side clue, there are eight uncommons in this eight set. Eight uncommons. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know if that clue is going to help you at all, but there, there it is. <laughs> there was this the set there was a generic ring, wasn't there? Not really a generic. It ring. Was like just like the head, you mean? Yeah, it was just. I'm going to go with him because I feel like he would fit that bill. So I'm going with Krang. 
Okay. Krang locked in. Calder? I'm pretty sure this is the set with the human versions of Bebop and Rocksteady, so I'm going to go with Bebop, my answer. Okay. Bebop locked in. And it looks like this round, Seth Aaron gets a point. Hey! (laughs) It is Krang015. Um, by the way, this point, this figure is really overcosted. Forty-five points. I'm gonna look him up now. I kind, I kind of want to run this keyword. Only the only thing that has this keyword is Krang, Krang Subprime, Irma, and Krang. Oh, <laughs> that just—it yeah. sounded like one of their actual sentences you just said. So yeah, it does. If you watched that TV show, it, yeah. it really did. <laughs> Uh, it's fantastic. Go and check it out. All right, let's move on to the third character. And Calder, give me a clue. Clue number eight. Number eight is improved movement or targeting, and it has neither. That's always so helpful. Uh, yeah, there's some really good clues on this list. There's some really poor clues on this list as well. But they're always good when you when you need them. But they're always bad don't yeah <laughs> like round one by the way thanks for screwing up my sweep there <laughs> hey i'm i'm here to i aim to please <laughs> uh okay. iron man i'm going iron man yeah okay locked in iron man calder i'll go with let to say something from harley quinn plastique plastique yep all right locked in for plastique and iron man we're going to need to move on to round two. It's another oh. one of those. <laughs> All right. Number five. Number five is <laughs> rarity. It is an uncommon. Uncommon. Jeez. Oh, um, yeah. You know, this is actually... There are some key things that if you guys would have gotten the right clues, I think it would have narrowed it down a lot. But, hey, lucky for me, you keep getting the wrong clues. Yeah. Uh, I Jane Foster. Ooh, there you go. I'm going okay. with Foster. I know she's an uncommon. Locked in for Jane Foster. <laughs> Jane her. Foster. I'm trying to think. It was like... Barda was an uncommon, and like Bud and Lou were both uncommons. Maybe it's not even from Harley Quinn. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> proved? No, proved or entered. That that really was so weird. This is really not. <laughs> I jeez. Sometimes uh, this game is fun. Sometimes it's more fun for Chris. Sometimes more fun for Calder. (laughs) Sometimes the guest like totally sweeps it. I'm gonna go with. You know what? There are two Robins, I think, in uncommon. So I'm just gonna say Robin. It'll cover both of them. Okay. Looks like we need to move on to round Ah, three. Ah, (laughs) yeah. I knew that was that one was coming. So here we go. Number 20. Oh, look at that. All right. We got a free play. You guys better make this clue count. All right. Can we get a set again? An uncommon in a set. 
is really going to help narrow it down. Maybe named keyword would help us more, though. Totally up to you guys. Yeah, I'm... What do you think? I'm always for set, but if you want to do keyword, then we can go for it to shake things up. Named keyword normally helps me out the most, so I'm going to go with named keyword. Okay, that's fine. All right. This is one of those clues that I thought would really narrow it down. So this is uh, it's like two seconds left on the clock, guys. One named keyword on this figure. Planetary. Ah, uh, screw you, drummer. Pretty sure. <laughs> like, is... Uh, mm, no. That's planetary. <laughs> okay, no, wait. I know exactly what's planetary. There is... The drummer. There is Hachita Wagner, and then there is the white dude with the wall. That not white dude. Like, he has ice powers. It's like Elijah Snow. Elijah the, Snow. The white dude with the wall. The white dude okay. with the wall. Was, Donald Trump. So, Donald Trump Donald is a hero click. <laughs> uh, All right. So you okay. are correct. Those are the three. Those are the I'll three. go with Elijah Snow. I'm gonna you guys go have two dude, guesses. Dude, no, no, wait. Two no, out of three. Aaron, Aaron, stop. There's a one-third chance Elijah that you will get Snow this wrong. Elijah Snow is a super rare. That is 100%. I know Elijah Snow is super oh, rare. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is uh, I'm going to go with the drum- Takeda, Takeda Wagner. You can take drummer. I said drummer right away, but I'm going to change Takeda Wagner. Drummer's rare, so you got it. Do I got it? You have to, because I'm pretty sure the drummers are rare. I knew he was super rare because I hate playing against him. All right, well, good drummer. Is it? Oh, good drummer. Okay. Hakita Wagner, drummer. All right, looks like all of us get a point this week. Yay! <laughs> it is Jakita Wagner. But yeah, no, one yeah. is an uncommon, one is a rare, yeah. and one is a super rare. Three-way tie. Are there really only, like, three characters in the planetary comic? Um, is that... get a check. <laughs> Apparently, DC seems to think so. Whiskey <laughs> seems to think so. Uh, there are probably more. I know people who have actually read planetary and they were disappointed we didn't get a few people. So they're probably... Yeah, see, okay. Elijah Snow is dressed in all white, so I wasn't completely wrong to say... It's the white dude with the wall! <laughs> <laughs> well done, guys. Good game, everybody. Good game. Yeah. All right. That was a very fair game. All right, so that's Bad Samaritan. Let's move on to another segment. Uh, this is one of my favorite segments, actually. This is called Casual Comparisons. What we do on Casual Comparisons, we pick three characters. They do not have to be modern, but three iterations of the same universe character. Uh, and in this case, it's going to be, because we always let our guests pick who it was, Seth Aaron chose Thor. And we're talking about Thor Odinson. Uh, so 616 universe Thor. We're just going to talk about three different figures and figure out what we kind of think is the definitive Thor Hero click for us. We'll vote at the end and see what is the official dial H for hero clicks. Thor. So, Seth, you want to start us off? Tell us who you chose that you want to talk about and just go. Okay, I'm doing Fear Itself 103, Thor the LE. He is Power Cosmic at 275. So he's a little pricey. He's got flight for his only special combat since he's got Power Cosmic. Uh,. He's got a, he's got a uh, trait here. It says Odin's armor that once weathered the serpent modifies Thor's defense value by one for each 100 points of the attacker's point value. 
and he's got a white box on his first five clicks. The Odin Sword, whose true name is Ragnarok, gives Thor a double power action and make a close or ranged combat attack. If he hits, roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled. Replace Thor's damage value with the printed damage value plus the result, then lock it. Once per game, Thor can use this power as a regular power action instead. So he's got 11, 12, 18, 4 for his first two clicks with charge, his white box, and uh, impervious. He's got impervious first four clicks, his white box first five, charge, charge, flurry. Drops down to a 10, 11, 17 on his third and fourth click. And then 9, 10, 17 with a 2. Exploit weakness for the rest of his nine click dial. Oh, his keywords. Sorry, I forgot his keywords. As Guardian, Avengers, Deity, and Warrior. So I picked him strictly because we played a, we played a match where we had to fight our judge. Our judge had a thousand point team, and it was that it was a Master Mold and the Sentinels. Oh yeah. So. So I played this Thor, the the 300 point Colossal Atom and Super Doom on a team, and they could not touch this Thor. Definitely a flavor win team, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like so, this Thor has is just one of my favorite pieces. Plus his sculpt is really sweet. He's not holding his hammer like you would think. He's got he's got this giant sword. Uh, he he is actually holding his hammer. Is I've used this figure a multitude of times. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So in one hand he has Mjolnir, and in the other uh, hand he has Ragnarok. I think mine's broken then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yours oh. is definitely broken then. <laughs> yeah, because mine didn't have a hammer, or I just didn't pay attention well enough. My hammer is not the same as yours. Kind of. <laughs> I will say this for this figure. If you know what kind of game you're going into and say you're playing what I affectionately call like a boss battle where you have one team that is a really, really high point value and then you have multiple other players that have a divided out fraction of that point value and then they build a team off that. Um, if you know that you're fighting something that's going to be like 1,800 points or 1,200 points or something like that, this is a really good figure to play with because you're always going to get the plus three. From yeah. for your defense because that's exactly, it's traded. That's exactly why I played him because <laughs> because we put, he had a thousand point team and he had us make a nine hundred point team. So that means that <laughs> even on his last click, his worst defensive value is still going to be nineteen. Yeah. So rocking a twenty one whenever you're hit top dial whenever he's trying to hit you, it was really making him mad. And then I put because. I was lacking some points. He let me use the Odin's beard ATA on him. So I had I rolled a six, which is probability control, and he was just not happy oh. at all. He just did oh. not touch him. <laughs> uh, is there a way – I'm pretty sure there is a way to get a character with 20 defense to give them defend, and then you could replace? Yeah. Yeah, replace them, modify. So if you have, say you're running an, an Avengers team, you got Ant-Man there or something. Yeah, you have 23 defense. You got like 23 defense. So that's cool. That's, yeah, that's super <laughs> fun. Yeah, that's just, uh, I really like this store. I really like uh, Fear Itself. 
So this is this is a really great moment in the comic where he's like one v oneing the serpent, and it was so dope. So it it was, and I will just throw this out there as a fun little hero clicks fact: something that Wizkids got definitely right. The sculpt for the serpent is directly ripped from the Fear itself pages. Ooh. There there is a one page spread that when you open it up and you see the serpent busting out of the ground. Whoever designed this sculpt literally just looked at that picture and then just copied it onto a hero click form. I will so this. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. So whoever designed that sculpt, fantastic job. Bless Very you. flavorful. Bless you. It was good. <laughs> All right. So moving on, we have uh, Calder. You picked a Thor. Who'd you pick? I did pick Thor. I, I picked Age of Ultron, zero eighteen Thor, or Jane Foster, Pog. Thor, anyways. This is a Thor I've used multiple times. I really like this Thor. He is 200 points, no team ability, 7 range, double bolts. He has flight and indom. Same keywords as last Thor as Guardian, Avengers, Deity, and Warrior. He has 2 point values. I'm going to be talking about 200 point value for right now. Can't hide from the lightning. It's his improved targeting. He ignores hindering terrain. His trait for my heart belongs to thee. Once per game, give Thor a free action. Place Jane Foster by standard. As discarded back to the card and introduce the square. She has support and stuff, so she's great. And the special attack power he has, top dial, and then on his last two clicks is God of Thunder. Thor can use Energy Explosion. When he does, damage dealt is penetrating, which is really awesome. Instead of just saying penetrating psychic blast and energy explosion, you used to be able to use this in combination. You can't now, so this one gets by that by saying all the damage dealt is penetrating. I love that. And he has a special defense power on his first two, his last two, and then one smack dab in the middle this defense power, which is ESD and Energy Seal Deflection. Top dial, he's starting off with 11 Phasing Teleport, 11 Attack with that special attack power, 18 Defense with that special defense power, and 4 Damage with Enhancement. Later he goes on to a bunch of Charge, some Super Strength, Close Combat Expert, Precision Strike, and then on his last part of the dial, a little bit of Quake, then 3 clicks of Sidestep with that special attack and special defense power. I really like this Thor. This has been my go-to Thor for really ever since he came out. He was my, one of my favorite Collins to use ever. If Thor ever just showed up in a comic, I'd be like, ah, I can't really put Thor on my team, so I'll just pay five points. I'll bring this guy in. When I do that, I can, you know, I got to keep Jane Foster after he leaves, so I got to keep a support character. And this Thor can hit really hard. Now, he does start with phasing, so he's not your running shot headfirst in the battle style Thor. It takes a little bit of setting up to get him in the right spot to use him, but I, I love playing this Thor. I really do. This is very flavorful for me personally, because I always feel like he shows up out of nowhere most of the time, so having phasing for him or just calling him in is also really great. Seven range double bolts. I feel like most Thors should have double bolts, you know, for energy explosion being sort of a, their thing. Right. So what do you guys think? So I want to – you guys know that Thor is definitely my favorite comic book character. So I want to throw this out there, and I think it may change a little bit of your mindset before I go into this figure that I wanted to cover. Thor has changed between back in the day when he was in Journey into Mystery, between then and now, and I'll briefly explain why. Thor used to – I didn't lose you guys, did I? No, no. we're both here. We're just okay, good. I, listening listening okay. was so much intense. We've given you the floor. The intensity. Okay. Um, Thor used to back in Journey of Mystery, and I've, I've read like the first 
probably 80 issues, even when it transitioned from Journey into Mystery into actual, like, the Thor comic itself. And he used to do exactly what this this hero click shows. He has phasing teleport on top dial where he would basically show up or port in or fly in. And then he would be trying to figure out kind of like what the situation was. Because Thor back then was a lot dumber than he is now. Ooh. And he never knew what was going on. So he would just like show up in an area. And then he'd be like, oh, crap, things are going down. I probably better go into click number two where he starts pummeling crap with his with Mjolnir. Okay? That makes sense. But Thor has changed in the comics a lot. And yeah, we know. He's a woman now. We can, We got that, Chris. <laughs> yeah no what <laughs> all right jane jane foster thor only, only, Thor aside only kind of he's a woman <laughs> only kind of yeah <laughs> okay so and i want to point out that the figure that calder chose has the actual journey into mystery or original avengers uh, outfit for thor that's what he used to look like too now skip forward to what the figure i want to cover which is planeswalker thor or number 49 from the Mighty Thor set. Uh, this outfit, first of all, is the outfit that he was first given when he was brought back into the comics from his long hiatus after he killed himself in the oh, Thor nice. Ragnarok uh, storyline, the disassembled storyline. And he basically writes himself out of existence. Well, then they decided they wanted to bring back Thor in the comics, and the way they did that was he had like the odin force even in death so he literally willed himself back into existence because comics yep <laughs> and uh logic <laughs> uh, yeah because yeah because, because <laughs> whatever um uh, this is the costume that he had that was given to him in the straczynski run of the thor and not only did he come back in that costume i want to point out something in his powers that make a lot of sense when he came back it was during the time period where uh, it was right after Civil War, and Steve Rogers is dead, and he comes back, and Tony Stark is the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. He looks and sees what the world has come to since he's been gone and realizes that basically Tony Stark needs his butt kicked. So there is a very awesome fight scene between Thor and Iron Man. Ooh, yes, Thor just annihilates Iron Man. And he just tells him at the end of the fight, Thor says to Iron Man, I'm not holding back anymore. And that's how he just annihilates Iron Man. <laughs> and I thought it was a little weird that this figure, 175 points, starts off with hypersonic speed. Because Thor's not that fast. Not really. But then you look at other figures that got hypersonic speed for no reason as well. I'm looking at you, Michelangelo. Just because you have a skateboard does not mean you can move. What? Post. You mean Harley Quinn and her roller skates doesn't deserve hypersonic speed, Chris? All right, so... Lightning based. Right? <laughs> so Thor changed between Journey into Mystery and Old School Thor. When he came back, he was much, much more serious. And he was much more get things done and just bum rush into stuff and start swinging. So to me, now there are going to be players that play this very hit and run where you're going to move up five squares and run away six. And you can play that. That's, I mean, that's the mechanics of this game. But I think what they were going for was an 11-square charge where he just punches someone in the face. 
So I don't know why they didn't make it an 11 square charge and they gave him hypersonic speed instead, but whatever. Uh, he, this figure has the Asgardian, Avengers, Warrior keywords, Flight, and Endom, as every Thor should ever have Endom. 19 defense with Invincible, 12 attack with Super Strength. Uh, he's got naked damage all the way down his dial. 8 click dial, 4 damage printed top dial. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole title character crap. Everybody knows what that does, so we'll just really briefly do this. Starts with 3 plot points. His plus 1 is... Um, once he hits, uh, when Thor Odinson targets and hits an oppo a single opposing character with a lightning or with a ranged attack this turn, after resolutions he may make a ranged attack targeting a different character. So he can make two ranged attacks in a turn. So that's kind of representing like a lightning storm. His minus one is he can basically port an Asgardian keyworded figure across the uh, field right next to him and then heal them both one click. And then negative eight, which I don't know if you'll ever actually get this to trigger, but compared to a lot of the other Planeswalkers, this one seems more likely because you already start with three, and you need to attack in order to stick around and get more plot points. So the last one is, for the rest of the game, as long as Thor Odinson is on the map, when an opposing character would get an action token, it gets two action tokens instead. Now, I have mentioned before that if you've ever played Magic the Gathering and you have a Planeswalker and you trigger their ultimate, that should win you the game. If that does not win you the game, you're not playing your Planeswalker correctly. So this, to me, is a very... I mean, he shuts down the game. If you trigger this, you should have won the game. Uh, but stats-wise, he's very, very solid. He, this is the god of Thunder actually coming out in a hero click to me. Powerful as hell crazy attack values and then the ability to heal once you port people across the map and i wanted to just show one little cool thing if you can afford five more points you have the age of ultron thor that does pop out your um jane foster sure 200 points well if you look jane foster is 30 points so if you add her who just happens to have the avengers and the asgardian keywords uh, she's 30 points plus the 175 points. So for f only five more points, you can actually get another figure on the map instead of a Jane Foster Pog. You get Indom on one of the best uh, support characters. And I mean actual support, not like general terminology support. In the game right now, maybe ever. Oh. And you can do that, and you heal yourself, and then bring in a character that heals yourself. I just think that this character is absolutely dumb, and I still don't know why I don't have one. <laughs> okay, rant done. Yeah. Go, Thanks go for, for crapping it. on my Thor. Jeez, man. I'm not crapping on your you're Thor. Totally I just, I'm totally crapping on Thor. What was all this? It's like, oh, you got to figure that's really close to his heart. He's just he's he's had this it on his chest for so long and he's just so mad that he hasn't been able to pull him yet. I'm just gonna give you one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mail you my Thor. I don't even I don't need it. Whatever. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay, alright. So do you guys have anything to actually say about the figure? Oh, do, about you, the figure. do you Yeah. Do you like the the plot abilities or not? Do you think they could have been better or they oh, no. right where they should be? I like him for what he plot is. Abilities are great. I, the, <laughs> Finding last Lost Stars Guardians is really good because pretty much the storyline when he comes back, he's like walking around Bronx and Oklahoma, whatever. He like 
slaps Asgard city just in the middle of nowhere and just sort of looking for people. That's really about the majority of that time he spends is looking for people. So I kind of like that. Free attack's good. I still wish he had some form of energy explosion, but the free attack is pretty nice. Yeah, I'll take the free attack over the lack of energy explosion. Yeah, Yeah, the precision strike's a little odd, but... Do Calder, you don't happen to have this figure readily available, right? Well, I because mean, I, I kind of want to know what they named Precision Strike on the card. That's just for my curiosity more than anything. Okay, give me one second then. You guys keep sure. talking. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so the adding two action tokens instead of one for the rest of the game, I, I do think that, because it's negative eight, I do think that it is definitely plausible especially compared to a lot of the other figures because he does have move and attack but it's hypersonic speed so you could like move in five shoot four away yeah. move back five and like hide behind stuff and you can still get your plot point without like retribution and even if he does get hit he does have top dial invincible so you i mean he gets hit you get knocked down a few and then start triggering that other ability if you really need to and healing him back up like they the plot abilities actually tend to work together on this title character instead of like some of the other ones that kind of work against each other. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that his title abilities, other than like Doctor Strange, he's probably got he's the best title character we've gotten. Like I'm not saying Doctor Strange is the best, but like. The, the, him getting probability control is very li- liable. Like the same with Thor. Him getting eight, it's like, oh wow, that seems like it's going to be a lot. But if you look at it, he's going to run, run up to you, hit you, and hopefully, if you're playing him right, run away so you get those plot points. And then, like you said, if he does get hurt, he can be healed back up if you want to spend those plot points, bring somebody in, heal him, and just try to go from there. But at the same time, you're going to be able to get those eight if you're playing this Thor and you're playing him right. Uh, if anybody out there does coding for HC Realms and listens to this podcast, maybe you do, maybe you don't, or maybe you know who they are, can you please tell them to put in the quick search abilities to the like type in the word title and it bring up all title characters? It's not a big deal right now because there aren't that many and you can kind of remember them. But the longer this game goes on, the more difficult it is going to be to remember all of the different title characters. Especially if you're going to start putting two per set now. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So not not a huge deal right now, but it will be down the road. Yeah, considering every set since, what, Deadpool has had one? Yeah. Besides two, Two in Star Trek, two in Harley Quinn, two in Thor... One, and then, yeah, one in ADW and one in Deadpool. And Deadpool. So that's eight. That's eight already. So not a huge fun. deal, like I said, now. But give it, give it a year. And that'll probably be like at least six more, eight more. Yeah, it definitely uh, so. seems like a, a stick that's gonna last for a, a little while at least. Okay, Calder, did you find yes, that? Yes, I did. Yet? So precision strike is a god of thunder of strength and of war that doesn't really clear it up but okay then 
Okay. Just use your imagination then. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to the voting aspect of Very precise about what, what he is. Very precise. Yeah. That's what People I'm... were wondering. I mean, Hella asked him like three times, what will you the god of again? You know, stuff like that. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm the god of precision striking. <laughs> Yay. <There you> <laughs> All right, you guys know what my answer is. What are your guys' answer for your vote? I'm going to have to agree with you, Chris. Like, this is probably the best Thor we've gotten since Age of Ultron, especially considering, like, everything that he can do. So um, I'm going with the title character. Calder? I am going to go with, just because we can't let you have it, Chris, I'm going to go with uh, Seth Thor. I, he kind of sold me on this one. I really like it, actually. The Odin's armor, like, Thor kind of gets in over his head a few times. So I, I really do like this Thor. And I, I love the sculpt with the sword and the hammer and how it's him, like, leaping up at the serpent, so. Oh, it's a fantastic sculpt. And it's actually on, this is on uh, Twitter right now. There's a picture of my, uh, all my colossals and stuff like that. And I have all of the fear itself worthy up against just some Asgardians, and he's down there, ready to like lead the charge in this like mock battle that I've set up. He's a fantastic looking piece. He's powerful. You just, he just and he was fantastic when he came out. He was just a little bit overcosted. Now it seems he's very overcosted. Oh, very yeah. And he, you you'd only really bring him out if you know you're gonna play like a game where you're gonna have a bunch of high high point figures like the game that I played him in. So, it's like for 275 points, you're definitely going to overlook him. But for what he does in a higher-costed, bigger battle, I think he's worth it. What was that um, Mr. Fantastic that you would definitely bring if you knew you were fighting Colossals? Do you guys remember that? I can't remember which one it was. The ultimate nullifier one? Yes, that one. Which one is that? Chase one. From Galactic Guardians? Yep, I think so. That's the one that oh, has yeah, yeah. Deal fire, one yeah. unavoidable damage to that character for each 100 points of its point value this game. So you could... Could you imagine you could, in today's, with today's Colossals? That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, even back in the day, like you have a, a Galactus that's 1,800 points. But like, okay, take 18 clicks of damage. It's oh, unavoidable, yeah. too, so it's not... Uh, whatever, but it seems to me like that Mr. Fantastic definitely got more play when you knew that you were going to go fight something ridiculous like a Galactus, and this Thor, the one from Fear Itself, is definitely going to get more play when you know what you're going to go fight. He's definitely a the casual Thor piece. Oh, for like, sure. Like, if you're going to play a fun game with your friends and have a bunch of, like, high, high point figures, then yeah, roll him, but... For values' sake, just all around a great piece. I'm going with the title. So, just one quick analysis here: the full activation special power. It says it doesn't say unavoidable. It says unavoidable. There's no I. I think that's hilarious. On Mr. On Mr. Fantastic. On Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, yeah. Unavoidable. Okay, sure. Why not? But anyway, title character Thor is Dialysia. Official. Official Thor. All right, Claudia, you have a segment you want to do. Let's go. I do have a segment. Absolutely. A segment I call 
alter egos. I choose an alter ego from um, the game of Hero Clicks. They have been clicks before. They actually exist under real name. I'll give you the alter ego. I'll give you guys a couple of guesses to see if you can figure out who this person is. So without delay, the real name is Marcus Johnson. Marcus Johnson. Oh, wait. I know who this is. Uh, son of a gun. But yeah, I will maybe. I will let oh, Seth at least... If Chris you has it, yes, if, if you have it, go for it, because I'm not good with me. Nah, I guess it. Uh, Nick Fury? Nope, not Nick Fury. Nick Fury Jr.? There you go, that's better. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two. So, yeah, I didn't read any comics with Nick Fury Jr., so I was like, I just assumed his name was actually Nick Fury Jr., but it's Marcus Johnson. Um, so in the storyline, he actually changes his name to Nick Fury legally. Nice. Uh, I'm not really sure why, other than it's kind of like an homage to his father, which is Nick Fury, or whom is Nick Fury. Oops. Uh, so I, I will say this. He looks, in the comics and in this hero click, he looks very, very dark, like very black. Wow! And, wow, Chris, you can't just tell. No, I mean black. he is really dark. I'm just saying he's <laughs> he's mixed. Like the character Marcus Johnson, he's half black, half white. Oh. And they just make him look like really dark in the comics, and I'm like, I don't know if he would be that dark. <laughs> I just think that they realistically, like meta level speaking, I think that they knew that people identified Nick Fury as being Samuel L. Jackson. So they needed to make a character in the 616 universe that they could call Nick Fury that looked exactly like Samuel L. Jackson. So they made one. And they're like, oh, this is real name Marcus Johnson, but it's Nick Fury's kid. Yeah. And he renames himself Nick, Nick Fury. <laughs> so, it makes sense. Whatever. Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah, comics, guys. Comics. Logic. <laughs> I will say he's just like his dad in the comics. I I like him. He's a good figure. He's just there. No superpowers. He's just a spy. Hey, right. He does spy things with spy technology. So there you go. But hey, I got one for Ultimate Yay, Egos. Yeah, hey! And I, is it, hey, I is this the first one I've ever gotten? This one. Yeah, it's the first one you've gotten. <laughs> I, I can... Well, that's sad, but also happy at the same time. Hey, everybody gets one. <laughs> just one. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get on to community, and let's go to the Twitter. Um, so as you guys know, we do put out a Twitter question once a week, and uh, this week... Oh, we got a new follower on Twitter. That's cool. Thanks, guys. Whoever you're following us, are you listening to this in real time? That's impressive. And impossible. <laughs> are you here with but us? Okay. Where are you? <laughs> okay, community question was... If WizKids brought back the 12 days of Clicksmas, what would you like the big reveal on the last day to be? So we'll start off with Nick Pitt, who said that they sold the company to Wizards of the Coast so we can get a better quality game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shots fired! Right oh. off the bat. Wow. Jeez. So on Facebook, a lighter note here, uh, Sarge... <laughs> You'd like to see a new Thanos. I like that. I like that answer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a lighter note. Don't sell the company. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Collectible said, Hero Clicks based on Batman the Animated Series. Yes! Oh my god, that yes! Would be cool. That would be sweet. I would be all for that. Chases could be like the future Batman. Guys. Whatever the kid was, an old Bruce Wayne. Um, TJ Bowen, Uniban. Speaking my language. What? Uniban. Like, you oh, mind, right. Uniban. Banning Unimind? Oh, yeah. There you go. That was the big reveal. That's a horrible reveal. <laughs> Leave that for the watch list. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, James Martin said, new Spider-Man 2099, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of Spider-Man 2099, so that would be really cool. It would be really cool if they redid 2099, even a really small collector set like they did back in the day. Just, like, reinvented it. Oh, and did nice. more characters. A new Doom, Jake Gallows, Punisher, Hulk, Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. That'd be sweet. Hank McCoy on the Facebook. A worthwhile apocalypse. And reusing the GSX Magneto sculpt for a modern LE. Let me tell you something. They have no problem reusing sculpt, so... No, that's, yeah. a, that's like, a pretty viable thing that they would do. <laughs> oh, you want us it... re- You want us to reuse? Okay. <laughs> if we have to... Yeah. If if there were any any sculpts in the history of HeroClix that probably need to be used more, that actually would be one of the top ten. It's a fantastic sculpt. Very true. Um, okay, uh, Nelson Ramos said he would like Amalgam Comics. So I assume not actual more comics, but more figures based off of the Amalgam Comics. That would be interested. We need a Dark Claw HeroClix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super dope. That that's in a perfect world we get those. So Yeah. Jay Sullivan. Zorn with confirmation of different identities, not unlike ABS Ronin. I don't know what any of that meant, but sure. Okay, Zorn. so Zorn is a mutant and when they introduced him into the comics you just thought he was a brand new mutant and then there's this really convoluted storyline. Because he has, like, telekinesis, and people thought that he could, like, move metal or something like that. Anyway, there was a reveal where he takes off his helmet, which is entire. his head is entirely encased in metal. He takes off his helmet to reveal that he is Magneto. Hmm. Except for it was an illusion, and it was really Zorn the whole time, and he was under the guise of Magneto because he thought that he could get more people to follow him if he were Magneto instead of just being Zorn. It was a really stupid storyline. But long story short, here's all you need to know about Zorn. His helmet encases a, like a star. There's an actual star inside of his head. And he doesn't have a face. And when he takes off the helmet, it like goes supernova or something. Hmm. I don't know. It was really weird. Anyway, he's a cool character. They did make a hero click of him. It's X-O-R-N, uh, and it's from the Ultimates. But that, I'm pretty sure that is the Magneto version of Zorn. So I, I really don't – I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, the next one that I have is actually from you, Seth. Do you want to tell us what you put or if you came up with anything else since? Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat clicks. Please, for the love – of all that is holy, make Mortal Kombat. If you can make Street Fighter clicks, you can do wonderful new things with Mortal Kombat. So, Street Fighter still comes out with games every once in a while, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So they may have their hands full. When's the last time that Mortal Kombat came out with anything? Mortal Kombat X. It was like two years ago. So all I'm saying is that these guys clearly don't have anything to do. Just contact them. They'll probably be like, yeah, you can definitely use our property for $8 billion. No problem. Yeah. And <laughs> and I can finally have a Raiden hero click. I'm going to go out on a very far stretch. Since you can get Jason, Leatherface, and Freddy in the uh, Mortal Kombat X, we should get them as clicks as well. I'm just those to be some good chases. Yes, for the Mortal Kombat set. <laughs> Even though they're DLC and they're stupid expensive in the game, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Colin. All right. Austin Ryder, the introduction of a dedicated playtest team. Yes, that would be nice. Just uh, put my mind at ease. What's a playtest team? Yeah. <laughs> you, mean, you mean the community, and then a year later we're going to hurt your favorite piece. Hey, guys, look at these new watchlisted watch characters. Enjoy. Hey, Chris, I know that you just bought this giant man with Pim Tank box thing. Hey, it doesn't do what you thought it did anymore. Oh, surprise! <laughs> Samuel Jeffries on the Twitter said the return of Yu-Gi-Oh! Heroclix. Yeah, uh, sure. I, I'd actually, I, I guess a no. <laughs> okay, say why, why no. Just, is Yu-Gi-Oh! even that popular anymore? I mean, it's the dynamic of the game because I played it right after they did the whole synchro monsters I'm like alright this is dumb and now they've like I don't even know what they're doing anymore it just seems so confusing so like I would assume if they made more Yu-Gi-Oh there's still a really huge cult following of people that play the game oh I know and it's just like why (laughs) I think it's the same as Heroclix like we're not getting new players we're all just the same people we're just getting (laughs) getting more older we're getting crotchety (laughs) pretty much the the new people playing Heroclix are are all like the children of people that played Heroclix I've been back for 15 years my son is now old enough to play this game (laughs) with me and I'm making him do it because we need more people it's probably the same for Yu-Gi-Oh. So probably, but I always liked Yu-Gi-Oh. I clocked out when they started. I've only ever like watched the show and I played, quote unquote, played the game. I sucked at it, but I played it. But like I clocked out when they were playing whatever Yu-Gi-Oh on motorcycles. I'm like, okay, I'm done. This is a little bit weird. Yu-Gi-Oh on motorcycles. Yeah, it was what? a thing. It was, they, it was yeah. sweet. They it was even... actually it was actually really cool, but I was just like, this is a bit ridiculous for me. Okay, it probably can't be any worse or more dumb than the the Zorn storyline from the comics, so yeah, I'm just go. gonna go with it. I <laughs> I would certainly want Yu-Gi-Oh clicks just so they make us like Seto Kaiba, Yugi, Joey Wheeler, stuff like that. I want them to be like actual people that help control the monsters. Like they can be off the field or possessors of their monsters that have their keywords. Did but I want to see the actual people. That'd be dope. Did they make oh, Egyptian gods other than Slifer? They made Exodia. Uh, they oh, made Slifer. But that's not a, a god. Man, I don't know. Man, Egyptian god. But um, that's one of the. I I don't think so. I. I'm per- yeah, they had obelisk or something. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they had obelisk, the tormentor, Slifer, the sky dragon, and uh, wing dragon Ra. Ra. And they never. I don't think they made Ra or obelisk, but they made Exodia and Slifer, 
Okay, there you go. There's your, there's your LEs. Summer OP, twenty eighteen. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here, I will say this: <laughs> if if you manage to make another one of these sets, you better make it modern. Oh yeah. For your own sake, whiz kids. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to make money, make it modern. Just make it modern. I mean, what do you really lose, or what do you gain from not making it modern? What do you lose from making it modern? They lose money not making it modern. What they do bad. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> or maybe we're just completely – watch. There is somebody at WizKids that listens to this, and they're like, these guys are so ignorant. If they only knew the inner workings of, of WizKids, they would actually, know we can't make this if modern. actually do anything. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got on, on Facebook, Calder? All right. Next up, uh, Tyler Murin. Really most likely answer, what he would like, is a Santa's sled vehicle. Pilot, mystical keyword, they get plus two to all stats. And as a Santa's gift, they get to pick any power possessed by a character on the map. They still haven't come for rules for the terrain dial, but no worries. Only comes out in a few days. Man, terrain dial, I don't know what he's saying about terrain dial, but you know, a Santa sled would be cool. I'd be, I'd be all for that. Are you kidding me? Give me that. Be dope. Some reindeer, sort of like the old Thor chariot. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah, that would be sweet. They could see the way the way he described it. It sounds OP as hell. Oh but, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? Here we go with the sculpt reuse. They could easily turn that into a sleigh. Yep. Whiz kids. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> What if they're just writing down all of these ideas, but they sit on them? They're like, well, we won't do this until 10 years from now when these people are hopefully dead. Ooh. (laughs) Hopefully (laughs) dead. I hope they're just gone so that way we can make it to spite them. (laughs) Uh, I have one last response on Twitter, and that is from C-U-R. This said he would like a gravity feed of, get this, the 90s X-Men animated series. Yeah, hey, let's do it. Just bring back the '90s cartoon. Hey, you know what though? Fun fact: if they did make a Wolverine based off the animated series, they could justifiably not give him blades, claws, and fangs because yeah. in the he did not use his blades on anything the entire cartoon. Really? That was not an inanimate object. Uh, or or a sentinel. That Didn't they sense, have to so. do that for like kids' purposes and stuff? Probably kids. Exactly. So the rules back then, according to cartoons, I, I don't know. He couldn't stab anyone. Well, that was the same thing with he, the turtles when they did the original comics. They were brutal, and then when oh, they yeah. started, yeah. they're like, "Yeah, you need to tone this up." And that's why Pizza Party, dude. Now that that's why that was a thing. <laughs> that's why you get scenes where Wolverine will look at a tree pop his claws, cut off a branch of the tree, and then use the branch of the wow. tree to hit people. <laughs> I never nice. – oh, God. That's I haven't watched that since I was a kid, so I never thought about it. But it makes total sense. <laughs> like, he just used the blades to cut – why don't they just cut him? Cut him! This is your chance, WizKids. Make a Wolverine without blades, claws, and fangs. I dare. And then, and then it will be such a flavor win. <laughs> it doesn't even have to look like him. We'll know. Like they, 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 it doesn't have to have the same costume. Doesn't matter. This is like, oh, this is a Wolverine with no blades. I see what you did there. 
I know where this is. I thank you. And I'm just, you know, a little nudge, nudge to get more people listening to this podcast. I guarantee you there are a lot of people out there that would not know. If that hero click came out and there was a Wolverine without Blades, Claws, and Fangs, they'd go, I don't understand. It's Wolverine. Why doesn't he have it? Only by listening to Dial H for Heroclix are you going to get this level of inside knowledge. Exactly. So far, We're so far into the Matrix right now that we can pretty much see the other side and we see ourselves coming back into it. We're just, we've come full circle at this point. I'm I'm just going to ride the wave, man. And also. Sonic Speed on my yeah. skateboard. <laughs> All right. What are you going to say? So, first off. <laughs> Zombie Wolverine doesn't have Blade's Claws fangs, just so we all know. Here we go. But I'm just just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's, he's also okay. way over but he doesn't have Blade's Claws fangs. I know I had to kill it, but a normal it's, Wolverine with tablets with him. They should cool. just make 90s cartoon hero clicks as a gravity feed and throw that Wolverine oh, in there. Street Sharks! Yes. Street, street, street Sharks! Be in it. Like... Thundercats could be I'm not joking. I literally watched the first episode of Street Sharks on YouTube last night. There's 40 episodes of it. You can go and watch them right now. It is so ridiculous. I don't know how I nostalgized Street Sharks so much in my head because that show is so bad, (laughs) but it is so awesome. Like, they take – the four guys that get turned into sharks – take mutation permanent mutation from their human form into this weird shark human hybrid really well they're just like oh we're sharks now radical let's Great go upgrade. destroy stuff for absolutely no reason oh there's some guy's uh, hot dog cart let's eat it knowing that this is probably his only form of payment to take care of his family let's eat part. his hot dog cart <laughs> But screw it, man. We're just going to eat it. Who cares? <laughs> so awesome. Wow. Okay, that's, I'm done. Wow. I'm done ranting. I mean, if we if you did want to mod a king shark into one of the street sharks, you could totally do that. But I would prefer the, the originals or Beetleborg ones. Oh, Beetleborg. <laughs> Bring it back. I forgot they were a thing, but yes, please. <laughs> King Shark's head is not big enough for the Street Shark's heads. Their heads take up, like, a third of their body easily. They don't have, like... I know sharks don't have necks at all, but they just remind me of those really buff dudes and gyms that, like, have no necks. <laughs> have, like, just oh. it's, it's always arm day. It's, it's, not, it's not the arms that make it. It's the traps. Those, are, those make it look like they have absolutely no neck. It's great. <laughs> Jossum, guys! Jossum! <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm I'm done. We have, we have, we have two more, more two more on Facebook. Toys on the Let's get through these. <laughs> or on the Facebook. All right, Peter Zachary, some new Black Lanterns or Red Lanterns to play with Harley. I know we just got an old version of the Trinity, so let's get the rest of Justice League some Black Lantern love. Yeah, let's just let's get some new lanterns. Some all, every new lantern, honestly, we kind of need some new lanterns. Like all the And David Herberger is the last one, and probably the best answer like honestly there's really no denying kite man hell yeah we're painted as santa that's painted as santa, painted as santa. <laughs> i like it 
Kai Man's never given anybody anything. He actually steals a lot from people. But, but yeah, I would like to see him paint this. And if you have a Kite Man, even though it's like $6 on cool stuff. Santa Claus, hell yeah. Repaint him as... Yeah, Kite Man, hell yeah. Repaint him as Santa, Kite guys. Man, hell yeah. Santa Claus, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. If that's all of our... <laughs> that was... That's it. That was the derailed train right there is what that was. Okay, let's go on. We, I know we have questions from our man in Japan. We do have questions. Malcolm Rush sent us some questions. Have a listener, have a listener in Japan? That's impressive. Yeah, we really, we totally, we really branched out, I tell you what. For sure. That's really cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. By the way, we did ask a little while ago, who is Malcolm? What does he do? Where does he actually live? He lives in Tokyo. He's an English teacher, so that's really cool, just to get that cleared up. I know we had mentioned that oh, before. Oh, that is awesome. So. Domo arigato. <laughs> that's, all we, that's all we know. Uh, much. <laughs> Ni hao. Uh, you know what? I, I will say this. Ni hao is Chinese. Oh, is that okay? I don't know. Man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's hello in Chinese. Whatever. That's not important right now. Thank you, Malcolm Rush, for... Uh, that's pretty cool work you're doing, man. And thank you for sending in questions pretty regularly. We appreciate that. Thank you. For Question you number one, Calder Gurns. Yeah. Uh, best Santa helper, Heroclix, who helps out other Heroclix. Chris. I actually took the time to write down answers this week. Oh, hey, good job. I'm going to go with Henry. Yes, the acronym Henry with FITS for 15 points. It gives you enhancement and uh, only for 15 points. You can carry him around enhancement and empower. I just thought, I'm like... He, he literally is there to help. That's all he does. All right. I like it. I like it. I, myself, am going to go with one of my favorite little helpers. Is the... You know, I can't remember his name. Aaron, do you have, do you have an answer? Yeah, I came prepared. Not this week. Uh, I would say Night Nurse. She's an, I mean, she's a decent helper. I suppose. Oh, she's a she's a really good support piece. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so night, I mean night nurse or you know the, the ever popular uh, Jane Foster. For sure. But uh, I remember. It. Okay. But night nurse is five points less. So. Whatever. <laughs> okay, uh, I remember it. Night nurse is actually ten points less. Oh what? Oh well, yeah, that's right. She's thirty-five, twenty-five. Man, I look stupid. Okay, you're gonna look even more dumb. It's right. thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. No. <laughs> it's Close. For God's sake. Whatever. <laughs> what is math? Anyways, dupe. I don't know why I can't think of dupe's name. I like dupe. Thirty-five point dupe specifically. He is sidestep and prob, and the unimaginable power of dupe is really great. He just hands out. He can either move everybody around, or he can actually hand out uh, power cosmic to ability, and I really like that. And drop them hammers. Drop them hammers, too. That's never worked for me ever once, but I've rolled Power Cosmic quite a few times. Really We've had one guy in our venue do it one time, and I'm pretty sure we all stopped what we were doing and went, walked over to his table to make sure he hit with it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> like, we were like, oh, you actually got it? Like, okay, let's see how this goes. All right. So that's pretty good. I like, I've always wanted the hammers to work. Second question, which Heroclix figures would you put on the naughty list or nice list, and why? 
I will go with any pick a power figure putting being put on the naughty list. I'm tired of seeing it. I don't think it's original at this point anymore. It's just a recycled idea that they keep coming up with and like, oh, hey, we need something that will sell. Throw pick a power on it. And uh, yeah, meta 2017, meta 2018, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Pretty I'm much. Uh, I'll go. Let's have go. Um, I'm gonna, first off, Naughty List is Mary Marvel. I hate playing against Mary Marvel. She's the bane of my existence. I've played against a team that had two of her on it. I've played against a team that had one of her on it. And they've always been in really important tournaments, and she's always destroyed me. I hate Mary Marvel. She is the worst. I hate playing against her. I cannot wait until she rotates out. Uh, I've played against her a friendly game. I said, hey, let's play a friendly game. He played Dormammu and Mary Marvel, and I was playing the Deadpool Fast Forces. Guess what I could not win? Everybody. So I hate Mary Marvel. She is the worst. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I feel like the amount of saltiness coming out of Calder right now, the only thing that beats it might be the Dead Sea. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. I would say, yeah. like, my, uh, my naughty list, I don't know. I guess, yeah, pickup powers are up there, or just anybody that thinks running black cats, the 13th. <laughs> it's just always a viable answer to anything. It's like, oh, I'm just going to walk through you and prob you from wherever. Do you, just, do you just really not like that figure? I love the figure. It's just really annoying. Like, so, somebody posted in a Facebook group, they played, like, 10 black cats on a team. I'm like, why would you ever want that? But whatever. <laughs> All right. For originality. <laughs> They're so cheap. People just throw them everywhere like crazy. Yeah. Nice list. I'm going to go with, even though I'm really salty, I'm going to go with Hell Cow. She deserves to be on the nice list. She... She, does, she never does anything wrong. She's a cow. She needs she all has, the in the world. Bessie yeah. deserves all the love. Exactly. She she has healing milk, her support power or whatever. That's kind of weird. I mean, but I mean, she's a cow, so it's probably nothing wrong with it. After <laughs> don't ask, it makes don't sense. ask questions. Milk is good for your bones. It'll heal you right up. So she, she deserves to be on a nice list. Here's what I want to know. Is there a listener out there that has actually gotten Hell Cow all the way to top dial? Like that seems like one of those such an unrealistic expectation That's the or goal. Right there. If you did, how many times did you overclick her? Because it's next to impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Go right back to that. Like, oh, wait, why? Why is it a super rare? This is such a horrible piece. No, no it's a cool sculpt, Chris. Don't be hating on Bessie. I mean, it is a cow. I feel like you're biased, though, because you're a ranch hand. Hey, I want to own a lot of these cows, and I want to play like Dracula and a bunch of cows so he can be Farmer Dracula, Ranch Dracula. Ranch yeah, Dracula? Yes, I am biased. <laughs> yeah. I am biased. <laughs> okay. All right. What's the next question? <laughs> Best looking Christmas hero clicks. So I'm going to... Yeah. Holiday. Holiday Elf. Yep. 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 <laughs> he has too. Christmas lights on the sculpt. Did you notice that? Yes. It's fantastic. Yeah, what he's standing on. It's wonderful. He's just a whole a whole click of awesome. Just his entire sculpt is great. 
Anybody that agree, anybody that doesn't agree that he is probably the best Christmas sculpt we've gotten, probably doesn't own him, and is really mad that they don't, and they just don't want to want to agree with it. But I got, I got screwed out of owning this piece one time, by the way. But that's not important. I'm not salty. Right <laughs> Since you call it elf, I will say my second favorite would be uh, Krampus or Krampus, however it's pronounced. Oh, nice. Krampus, just I think. I just Krampus. I like I like his lore. <laughs> I like the fact that you can just walk up, snag somebody. Like I know he's supposed to be bad, but that's what makes it great, and that's what makes uh, that's what makes him cool. Krampus is the one that steals children and eats them. If you didn't know, Look, Krampus that, is the one that dances. Done. Really weird. It, oh, there <laughs> are two different the, the details here. We're just talking about. <laughs> Look, he eats. I was just making a crumping joke. <laughs> Look, he eats it. That's what if that's what he's into. That's what he's into. Oh yeah. Hey, if you're into eating little kids, man, it's like none of my yeah. business. Yeah, teach his or her own, man. That's so, Dial H, the non-judgmental hero clicks podcast. Yeah, we like to do whatever. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> number number four, okay. your favorite Christmas hero clicks character. Maybe not uh, mine's Krampus. Favorite. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I like the Toy There Soldier. is a child oh, in his backpack. Oh, man. Toy Soldier. Because nothing's more annoying than sidestepping eight figures the entire match and then watching your Toy Soldier die so all your pogs just are just left defenseless almost. <laughs> Still don't understand why he is silver ringed, but whatever. Because could you imagine having more than yeah. one of them on a team? And how? Yes, I can't. It sounds awesome. That'd be so cool. And then the fifth question is: Make a Christmas Heroes team. So I have two made. Okay. So far. Because I, I've been making one for years, and this is my Ten Lords of Leaping. So, as much as you want to just play ten of the Captain America set Batrocks, they come out to 520 points. So, you're going to have to be a bit more, <laughs> you know, smarter about it. So, you play instead, you play six Captain America set Batrocks. You play one ADW Batrock, and then you play two of the movie Batrocks, because you actually need people with more than two damage printed. Look... I've played games. I know if you only have two damage, you're not going to win. So the two 85 and the 100-point batch rock, they have exploit and three damage. This is very necessary for this team to go anywhere at all, especially since it comes out to 589 points. But it is a fun team because all the Captain America set batch rocks, they were an old-style... How is this? They were the Silver Age value corner pieces that Drew picked, and that he kind of made me fall in love with them, and I already really liked them anyways. Leaping kicks. He can move. He can use loop climb, which means he can move 90 squares, and then he can make a close combat attack as a free action. It's awesome. Even though they're doing two damage, they got 10 attack. They're great. So that's that's my batch rock. 10 Lords of Leaping team. Play it. I I just really like the name. <laughs> uh, I do have a team, and I spent some. I spent at least four minutes on this team, so you know it's legit. First of all, family, this is something about my life. A lot of people's life, this is not unique at all. A lot of people have Christmas hams for Christmas. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to run spider ham, first of all. 
This is <laughs> 700-point team. So starting with Spider-Ham because people get hungry. Uh, but then I was like, man, I need a, I need a tree. So let's run uh, Colossal Groot on his retaliator click. And I was like, oh, we need some presents. Well, let's go with Riddler number 37 from Slosh because he's sitting on a mystery box. I'm like, oh, that's like a present. All so right. There's that. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, we need Santa and his sleigh. 500-point Thor's <laughs> mighty chariot. Uh, <laughs> and then lastly, to fill out points, and because Santa needed elves, we've got two thugs from Superior Foes and Spider-Man just, All right. just to be there. So there's my 700-point hastily thrown-together holiday team. Very nice. Very nice. I have one more team, but really quick. Uh, Seth, did you come up with any kind of? It's kind of weird just to make a team off the cuff there, but yeah, I'm making one as we speak. <laughs> okay, so just to like, fill the time in. Yeah, I'm at like can... holiday, holiday elf, abominable snowman. Like I'm trying to just make a 300 quick team, just to kind of keep with the whole Christmas figures. Very but nice. there's no like 50 point figure to help with, so I just I'd have to run something. Five, but I would definitely, I would definitely have at least Holiday Elf and Abominable Snowman because the Abominable Snowman, if you can get his last, uh, uh, in cap, his last three clicks, he's got in cap, and it deals, he deals his printed damage on top of giving you, uh, a token. So I mean, it's only two, but still, I so I like him. I'd have to at least run him on that team. So. Oh yeah. For sure. So, well, For yeah, sure. go ahead and do your uh, um, second So, really quick, this, I, just, I, I, I played this sort of the same team last year for my Christmas event, and this was a nativity scene team, so we have the Forgiving Maiden as Mary. There's no baby Jesus, because I, there's no babies, so I couldn't play it. Union Jack, the prime version, because his name is Joseph, his real name. Then we have the 65-point Rat King, King Aquaman at 20 points, and then... The what is it? Condiment King. Those, those are my three kings. We're playing Fast Forces Angel, and then for Gold Frankincense and Myrrh, we have the Mutagen Ooze for Myrrh. Joker's Canister is Frankincense, and Golden Kryptonite is Gold. And uh, GCPD Motorcycle is the Donkey. So there you go. All right. Then. I like it. If you wanted to go that right, it comes out to an even 400 points, which is why I also really like it. Right on. Okay. And then, oh, no, 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 Chris. I, I actually missed what? the question. Wow. If you can give a gag gift to a Heroclix player, who and what would the gag gift be? I would buy someone packs of Heroclix, but they would only be packs of Sinister. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll raise you Sinister. I'll raise your Sinister with only gravity feeds of Lone Ranger. Ooh, oh, oh, that's just mean. Oh, you win. That's like lumps <laughs> of coal. Oh, that's horrible. Um, we should go back a little bit, though. We like to give away stuff on the podcast, and last week's community question, we decided to give away a copy of X-Men Age of Apocalypse. The winner for this week would come from Facebook. Calder, who was the winner? That was Sarge, and I'm going to botch your last name. So please don't kill me. I'm okay. Now I gotta scroll back because I lost it. My stupid 
whatever page reset. That is going to go to good old Sarge Ukchia. Ushia. Ushia. I really, I don't know, man. I'm trying my best. Sarge Ushia. He's got like a Naruto guy as his profile picture. You win. You get X-Men. Here's if you listen to yeah. <laughs> The Naruto guy as your profile picture. Okay. Is his name Naruto? <laughs> no, it's the black haired dude, and I don't know who that guy is, so I'm just gonna. Mm. Yeah. Sasuke? If you have Sasuke as your profile picture. Sasuke, there you go. That guy. Only watch okay. anime. Come on now. <laughs> Alright. Well, congratulations. I don't watch long shows like Dragon Ball and Naruto. I don't have time for that, man. I, I do have a life. I know I just said I spent the last two weeks watching Netflix, but. <laughs> look, I do have a look, life. I have a life if it involves Danny DeVito rolling around <laughs> enhancing hey, the time to be pure. If I, to be pure, <laughs> I would say a lot of jokes in that show. Probably can't say them on our show, though. But, right. Yeah. That's at least one of them. I just want to be pure. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. Oh, that's a good, that's actually a pretty decent note to end on. <laughs> Pictures of Danny DeVito naked. Yeah. <laughs> Completely bald. Um, all right, so oh, he's it. in his underwear. He's not naked. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, he is. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> DeVito, however you want. All right. So going back on the rails. Next episode, not only are we going to do the Dial H award ceremony, we're going to name our super fan. So uh, that'll be exciting. You can find us on Twitter at Dial H four. That's the number four. Uh, Hero Clicks and on Facebook, just search Dial H for Hero Clicks. If you want to send us an email, just Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. Uh, Seth, I really uh, want to thank you for coming on and hanging out with us for as long as you did. We really appreciate getting you on because, I mean, I've heard your answers for so long now. It's nice to put a, a voice to it. Hey, well, I thank you so. guys for having me. Sorry, I uh, got, got off the tracks a little bit in some parts. But. Don't, don't we like all? That. I mean, really. Sometimes you just get so excited and you can't help it. I mean, if you're not talking about Hellcow or Danny DeVito in his underwear, are you really living? Yeah, are you really? Are what you? have you done today if you haven't? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you have any last things you want to talk about, uh, Seth? Uh, any shout outs? No. I'm not like – I don't have any YouTube channels. I don't have any any – I mean, I'm just a guy that plays Hero Clicks, so I guess uh, if you're ever in Dayton, Ohio, and want a place to play, the bookery is in Fairborn. It's not that far, and it's always fun. So, <laughs> what night do you guys play? Okay. Uh, it varies. We usually on Sundays, though. It, All right. We try to play once or twice a month, but there's other venues in Dayton that play a lot more, but I never get a chance to play. So. Okay, ducky. Well, thanks again, man. And uh, caller, you want to read us out? I absolutely, Chris. As a reminder, Dialish for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right, guys. Make sure you get out and put in those last-minute votes. Looking forward to them, and we will definitely see you in just about a week. Bye. Hi, man. Hell yeah. Ma, 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 ma.